Welcome to Chick Chat, the Baby Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Nina Spears, the Baby Chick, and today I'm with Mary Alice, a midwife and our manager and editor here at Baby Chick. Expecting moms prepare so much for pregnancy and childbirth, but what happens after the baby's born? The postpartum period traditionally referred to as lying in is a time to bond with your newborn and establish a connection to build upon for a lifetime. It's also a time for rest and to allow your body to heal. Today, we're diving into how to create a plan for lying in and tips for making the most out of your postpartum period. We've partnered with our friends at Earth Mama Organics, where they harness nature's herbal remedies to effectively support the miraculous wonders and common indignities of the entire journey of pregnancy, postpartum breastfeeding, and baby care. Combining generations of women's wisdom with traditional plant medicine to formulate certified organic herbal tea, soaps, balms, lotions, soothing sprays, and the first non-GMO project verified nipple cream. And Earth Mama products have been chosen by hospitals for even the most fragile NICU babies. Earth Mama has been safely nurturing women and their babies and families for over a decade. They are grounded in nature, empowered by love. Mary Alice. Good morning. Good morning. I have a question for you. As a midwife Mm -hmm. and doula, I want to know how many women that you've worked with really know or have heard about or have planned for lying in? Mm, Very few. Very few. And if they have, they're almost certainly first time moms. Because once you have older kids, everybody's like, oh, I'm time for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all up in the air. Which really, you probably need it even, even more. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> totally. So if you can tell us exactly what is lying in? Lying in is like the antithesis of bouncing back after pregnancy. Lying in is like taking the time to understand that your job when you're postpartum is just to heal and to rest and connect with your new baby. It's a time to just let someone else take care of the visitors, do the cooking for you, do all the laundry, entertain your toddler to give you the space to acknowledge the realities and the expectations of being a modern mom, of adding a baby to your family, of being a mom for the first time, of healing your postpartum body and you know, moving forward with your new life with this little baby. Yeah. And I totally feel that each woman really needs to do this with every baby, not yeah, just the first exactly. one. And that's why I totally agree. When I was asking you how many moms have done this, I feel like it's even, it's totally important for the first baby, but it's even that much more important yeah. for the second, third and fourth and why we need to be planning for lying in mm-hmm. as modern moms. Absolutely. So today we've partnered with Earth Mama Organics and are sharing some tips on how to make the most out of your lying in period, which is immediately postpartum. Okay. So the first thing, I think it's plan. Make a plan. Yeah. Prepare for your lying in the same way you've prepared for baby. You read all the books, you made a birth plan, you hired a doula, you had your support team. You need a plan, but yeah. we're going to come back to this later. Yeah, for we sure. Have, we have more details. Which is going to be super helpful, but I totally agree. Make a plan because if you don't plan, it's not going to happen. Yep. It's just going to all... People are going to show up. And you're, you're going to get overwhelmed. Yeah, and then you're going to feel like you need to continue life like it was before you had baby. And it's just not the same anymore. Okay, number two, stay in bed, which I think is very clear because it's called lying in. (laughs) So (laughs) let's stay in bed. You need to have everything within arm's reach. And 
I think the best way to do this is to like make a little basket or clear off a shelf on your bedside table or a drawer and put all of your essentials in there and do this before the baby comes. <laughs> yeah. You do not want to be doing this after the baby. No. no, you need to have it already stacked and ready, just like you would with your hospital bag. You right. need to have this ready, even in like if you have like a, you know how they have at the Almost storage like container yeah, or like a shower caddy or something yes, like that. Something yeah. that's already ready. And then you can just put right next to your bed. So Nina, what are we going to put in it? All right. I really think obviously it's stuff for baby and for mom. So what are the things for baby? It's the diaper balm, the diapers and the wipes and all of those different things. But also for mom, I think everyone immediately thinks of, you know, oh yeah, to change baby, burp baby, feed baby, whatever I need. Mm-hmm but also the things for you. So this includes like healthy snacks, like something to drink, whether that's like a water bottle that you can refill or like coconut water that you have right next to you. When people ask me like some specific products that they are wanting to know, what should I have right next to me for my baby? Obviously it's those diapers wipes, but what are the brands? I definitely include, and you'll see this in pretty much any one of my posts when it comes to postpartum recovery and newborns, you'll see that I'm talking about Earth Mama. I love how they really pay attention to their ingredients and how everything's organic and natural and are made with like the best the best of everything for for new moms and our babies, which I love. So again, that being a nursing salve, a diaper balm, even natural deodorant, like moms, you are going to be sweating so much. Those postpartum sweats are legit and real. (laughs) And when you're snuggling with a new baby all the time and milk is dripping and like babies, they're like a little heater box. It just can get a little stinky. So I love how Earth Mama also has like a natural deodorant. I love as well the chapstick. I love their chapsticks. The lavender one is like so yummy. Yeah. I, I, I actually recommend that also in like the labor and delivery bags, right, which right. are so great. But having that next to you mm-hmm. after you have baby, just some things to pick you up, make you feel better, which picking you up while you are lying down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another really important component of staying in bed is to not wear pants because if you're not wearing pants, you can't do a whole lot around the house because people are going to see you without pants on. So if you just make a commitment to not wear pants, then you're a lot more likely to stay in bed. (laughs) And I feel like most moms can totally get along with that. They're like, pants are not my jam. Also, like if you have a pad on and you're bleeding, it's like, who wants to also have pants on? Yeah. And who, yeah. Who wants to see me walk around with my Depends padsicle going on in the house? Probably not. You're probably, I agree, going to stay in bed. So that's super helpful. Okay. Number three, let yourself heal. I think this is just essential. This Mm -hmm. is the whole part of lying in. Right. There's a reason you feel like you've been hit by a bus because you basically had a bus go through your birth canal and that can hurt. And your body is made to do it, but your body is also made to recover from it. And there are systems in place and the way that your body heals is amazing, but you have to give yourself the room to rest and to heal. And I know that Nina and I have talked about this in a podcast before because I remember describing it, but when your placenta detaches from your uterine wall, it leaves a placenta-sized scab in your uterus. And when you rest, it allows that to scab over and to heal properly. But if you're constantly putting laundry in the washer and dryer, shoving a vacuum around or picking up your toddler, that can really interrupt that healing process. Yeah. And 
I think women, they say, but I feel good. Mm-hmm. I feel good. I can do this. This is not that big Especially a deal. Especially after like their second baby. Oh, yeah. Baby. They're like, oh, I'm fine. My it's labor was shorter. I'm fine. But this is when, even for me, when I was going to see my midwife after I had a baby and I was carrying the car seat up the stairs to go to my appointment, they immediately kind of like shook their finger at me and said, no, 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 do not do this. I really liked how they said, let your bleeding be your guide. Because if you are continuing to bleed and it's getting heavier or dark or still red, you're obviously not allowing yourself to truly lie in. Right. So you should give yourself, you know, you notice your bleeding's tapering off. You think it's going away. The next day you go up and down the stairs four times and you notice, oh my gosh, my bleeding is a lot heavier. I thought it was almost gone. You did too much too soon. So let your bleeding be your guide. If you start to bleed more, if you thought that you were all healed up and then all of a sudden you're having more gushes of bright red blood, just know that you need to rest. You need to let your body, it knows how to heal, but you have to, you have to give it the space to do that. And I think that this is the time where you can be selfish. Like Mm -hmm. you just gave birth. I know you feel great. I know the toddler's crying. They want mama, but this is the time when other people around you that love you should be stepping in and helping you. And if they're not offering you need to ask for it. This is the time to be selfish, to allow yourself to have this lying in period. And I feel like Americans have totally lost this tradition mm-hmm. and we need to get back to it and mothering the mother, especially when she's had just had her baby. Yeah. Okay. Number okay. four. The next one is that just remember and recognize that hormones are no joke. You might not be able to see them, but they are real. They (laughs) are there. (laughs) Postpartum recovery is not a small adjustment. And, you know, it's been said that hormonally, the first week postpartum can be likened to drug withdrawal because your placenta, it was producing a ton of the hormone progesterone and progesterone keeps you pregnant. You want progesterone, but your placenta comes out, you're not producing it anymore and you have a crash. At the same time, your body's ramping up, starting to make milk, producing the hormones to lactate. And all of this chaos is causing the sweatiness, the hot flashes, the feeling weepy or moody. And so just know that that is normal. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to feel this way. Don't apologize. Allow yourself to feel what you're feeling. Allow yourself to take care of yourself, Mm -hmm. to be just with your baby and rest, bond, and heal. That's really what you need to be focusing on. And that is something that even myself, I am going to, whenever we decide to have another baby, I'm going to make sure that I'm big on, you know what? I want this first day, at least one day to just have me and my baby and focus on us rather than immediately go into, oh, everyone needs to meet the baby. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that for me feels right. It may be different for someone else, but don't feel guilty to ask the time Mm -hmm. and for the rest that you really need after you have your little one. And also know that it's okay to change your mind. So you might feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for all my extended family to meet the baby. But then the baby comes out and you're, you feel a mess like emotionally, or you're really tired or you're just confused and that's not what you want. It's okay to change your mind. Like they'll meet the baby tomorrow or the next day. Like that's okay. And that's when you need to speak up. Mm -hmm. People don't know what you're feeling in that moment, what you need. So if you were saying before the baby, like, no, like we can have this person, that person, it's totally fine. But after you have the baby, if you're feeling something different, it is okay to speak up say something so then people can readjust and make sure that they are caring 
for you during your postpartum time, this lying in time, the best way that they possibly can. And just know that it's okay to give yourself what you really need with all of the hormonal changes and all of the emotions that you're going to feel is you need to give yourself permission to just experience the emotions that you're having judgment free. You don't need to judge yourself. You don't need to sit there and think about how you're a bad mom or a bad friend. Just let that go. Give yeah. yourself permission to just feel the way you feel. Especially with your birth. If your birth yeah, didn't go the way that sure. you had expected or planned, like this is the time to feel those feelings. Allow yourself to grieve if it wasn't exactly the way you were planning on it looking. But then, yes, letting go of that judgment, saying like, we did the best we could with the circumstances that were presented with us. And right now my job is to take care of this baby and to take care of myself and nothing else. So again, going back to resting, bonding, and healing, those are the parts of adjusting to this dramatic shift in your hormones. So stay in bed, eat foods that are nourishing and replenishing like warm broth, fresh fruits and vegetables and lean protein, and be willing to ask for help if you need it. Okay, Nina. So we need a lying in plan. You told me that if I don't plan for it, it's not going to happen. Yeah, no, it won't. (laughs) So how do I make a plan? I don't even know where to start. Well, luckily Earth Mama really has done it for you. So they have come up with a free postpartum lying in plan, which I really love. So all you have to do, click on the link. We're going to have it in our description. Click on the link, print it out, and you can fill it out. And I really suggest filling it out with your partner so that you guys can both discuss who are the best people to support you immediately after postpartum. So we're going to go into this a little bit. So they created a helpful guide for expecting mothers through thinking about their own healing and to make the most out of that postpartum rest time that they have. So whether that be only just a few days or a week or a month, prepare to make the most of your postpartum lying in period so that you can do the most important thing once baby arrives, which again is to heal and to bond. Okay, Nina. So what should we include in our lying in plan? So with this lying in plan, you're going to be giving it to your support people, the people that hopefully will be helping you achieve this lying in plan. So with that, it's your personal information. So you'll want to include things like your name and address and phone numbers, maybe even email address so people know how to contact you during that time. So, and that also includes like you and your baby's healthcare providers and their contact information. Yeah. Remember that if you you're going to be giving this to people and they can relay that information to people who offer to bring you food or flower deliveries or, you know, lots of people want to do things that are helpful. You don't want to be constantly telling people, this is my address. This is where we live. Yeah. So, yeah, I really love the idea of having one person. What was it that we called? Oh, a, like a postpartum coordinator. I love that. I, idea. I love that idea because then people can reach out to that one person and they already know who you are going to have immediately postpartum, what your likes and wants are. It's essentially a postpartum doula that you're then telling them like, I'm going to make sure that anyone who has questions, they're going to be directed to you. Right. So that way, like you fill out this postpartum plan, you give it to your postpartum coordinator. And then if anyone texts you and say, what can we do? Say, oh my goodness, I would love it if you would reach out to my friend, Nina. She's coordinating all of my postpartum support. Yeah. And then Nina can look at my 
postpartum lying in plan and say, oh, it'd be really helpful if you did X, Y, Z. Yeah. And that can also be like your sister, your mom. It doesn't have to be like a friend or a a hired professional. It's just a cool title that really gives them like, okay, this is my role to help my girl get, you know, get the best time with her baby and to feel better um, after birth. Okay, so yes, personal information. What else do we need to list? Okay, the next thing to put on your lying in plan is to list out each member of your support team. I would make a little section. And if you do the template online um, on Earth Mama's website, it does it for you. But you create a section for each member of your postpartum support team, including your partner, reliable family members, and hired help. So I would put their contact information and then a few bullet points about how they can help you during your lying in. So saying like, Nina is my postpartum coordinator and these are the ways that she can help me. This is my lactation consultant and these are the things that I'm concerned about or that I'm going to want help with from my lactation consultant. My mother-in-law, this is my mother-in-law's information and I would love it if she could walk our dog and play with our toddler. Um, Or my mom, she's a mm -hmm. really good cook. So I want her to really help with making sure that my partner and I and baby or toddlers are all being fed well during the first you know, week or however long your lion period is scheduled for yeah. for that time. Nina and I as doulas are constantly telling people that they should make sure that everyone at their birth has a job. And I think that it's the same for your postpartum. People totally. want to be helpful. And sometimes if you don't give them something to do, the things that they go to are not actually helpful. And so hired help is a little bit easier because they generally have a job description. Yeah. And, and they're really, hired, you're paying them. Yeah, <laughs> right. And a really clear purpose. And it's easy to tell them what to do. But before you need help, think about specific ways that family and friends can help you. There are lots of things that they might be able to do. Yeah, for sure. Even if it's something just basic, like Mm -hmm. if a friend wants to come over, I love the idea. I know that we've talked about this before, Mary Alice, where it was like putting something on the fridge and saying, if you're here, do Mm -hmm. one of these five things and I will love it. Right. So whether that be like, put the sheets in the wash or take whatever's in the wash and put it in the dryer or hold the baby while I take a shower or bring me a bottle of wine or a Mm -hmm. cup of you know, Starbucks or whatever it is. There's different things that people can do that they're more than happy to do. They just don't know what it is that you specifically want. One of my favorite things on the Earth Mama lying in plan that I hadn't thought of is to have someone who's willing to go with you to appointments and kind of be your appointment assistant or your car seat carrier, because maybe your partner has to go back to work, but you have a friend who has a more flexible schedule or your mother or your sister or someone has a more flexible schedule and they can come to appointments with you and they can help you unload the car, carry the car seat carrier, just be there with you so that you're not doing everything by yourself. For sure. I love that. That's such Mm -hmm. a good idea. But yeah, when you're doing that, think about all the different things that you typically do as a mom. So if you cook the meals, if you do the laundry, if you do the shopping, if what chores you do, think about, okay, I don't need to be doing any of those. You also don't need to be stressed out that they haven't been done. Exactly. Like thinking about, oh my gosh, downstairs, all the dishes must be piling up. (laughs) So think about people who would be good at doing those things while you're taking this time to lie in. And that can really help like making sure that things are still being done. But also I have to say that sometimes things aren't done the way you do them and that is okay. We have to let that go. You gotta let that one go. As long (laughs) as they are getting done, it's okay. No one's dying. (laughs) No one's getting hurt. That's something that we just have to let go because again, this time is all about you and your newest little baby. 
Okay. On there also your plan, make a list of your favorites. So that includes like your favorite snacks, your favorite meals, your favorite music, drinks, etc. And I also think it's important to list any allergies or just any aversions, like food aversions or whatever, that you just do not want people to bring. That is definitely important because if you're allergic to, say, nuts, that would be awful if they bring you a pasta with, like, you know, nuts all over it. <laughs> Interesting meal, Joyce. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Another thing that you should do is put together a postpartum shopping list. So on your lying in plan, really clearly communicate what your preferred brands are so that your team knows what to look for when running errands, or they know what to tell people when people offer to bring something over. So think about your preferred brand for diapers and wipes or diaper cream, postpartum care products, nursing products, baby soap. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. Because every time I go to a parent's house, I now as I've been working as a postpartum doula, but especially now as a parent, I'm like, I will always come with like diapers, wipes, nipple cream, something. Yeah, don't go visit a new mom empty-handed. No. At least bring chocolate. (laughs) Yes, exactly. At least food. But bringing something for for baby as well, or mom, um, recovery product for mom is super helpful. And definitely one, again, that I include is Earth Mama. So they have so many different things for mom and baby. So again, their nipple butter is amazing. It's again, non-GMO verified, absolutely love it. But their herbal perineal bottom spray. Oh my gosh. I could go on about all of the things that I'm like, yes, those are in all of my postpartum must-haves. So Nina, if you were making a lying in plan, you could put at the bottom of that shopping list, like our favorite baby brand, our favorite postpartum brand is Earth Mama. And so if I was going shopping for you, or if I was sending my like, good for nothing brother in law who knows nothing about babies, like, oh, go get something for Nina. Then if you had Earth Mama, if you had a go to brand, and then at least when he's scanning the aisles, he's going to pick up something like kind of useful. Yes, totally. (laughs) He's going to have some kind of direction of something that you'll like and that you'll use. Yeah. And that's why I do like including Earth Mama, because it's not just a brand that has one product. It's something that has tons of different products that you feel good no matter what what product they choose in their line is good for you and baby. So I really like that. Totally agree. All right. Number five is communicate your goals for your lying in period. What are your goals? Mary Alice, when you are talking to your moms, what do you think are like some good realistic goals? I don't think they should be lofty, but I want your feedback on this. I mean, I think like thinking to yourself, what do I want to get out of this? Maybe you say like, I really want to focus on staying in bed. I want to focus on concentrating on my baby, remembering that my number one job is to rest and to heal and to bond with baby. Maybe you're really a social butterfly, but you know that this time you kind of want to limit visitors. Like what you said, you want to have that first day to yourself. And so knowing that everybody's going to have time to meet the baby, but I'm never going to have this moment with this baby again. Yeah, I totally love that. So some other examples are saying like, I will ask for what I need and have people one text away to bring me food, drinks, or anything else I need. So sometimes just having some mantras or Mm -hmm. like just reminders. Also saying like, I will only leave the house if I'm going to a doctor appointment. Like you don't need to walk the dog. Or if you do just want to go outside and get some fresh air, that's great. But remember, like don't overdo it. Mm -hmm. Get back in bed and rest. 
maybe you're super active and you know that you're going to have a hard time like sitting still. You're going to have a hard time not moving around, not picking up your toddler, not like wanting to get everything done. And so writing it down, even though you know that you're not supposed to lift anything heavier than the baby, writing down like I will not lift anything heavier than the baby, meaning that I will lift only the baby. Yes. <laughs> so someone else will carry the car seat. <laughs> so I think just, you know, what are your goals? And again, seeing them on paper can help you actualize them and remind you why you're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that Mary Alice and I covered a lot of information about like what should be in your lying in plan. So don't forget Earth Mama has a free postpartum lying in plan template. So we've included the link so you can just click on that and it will just prompt you all the information you need to be filling in. So you don't have to remember everything we just discussed. Um, But these tips hopefully help you if you're wondering like, oh, what should I put in this blank? What would be helpful for me? Hopefully these are some ideas that can really help you have a good postpartum lying in plan and remembering that this is a real thing lying in it is a real thing and we need to bring it back and moms need to take this time and support people need to honor this time for the moms. so there you have it y'all those are our tips on creating a lying in plan and we feel it's essential for every new mom Thank you again to our friends at Earth Mama for sponsoring this episode. Share your plan for lying in with us on our Facebook page, where we'll be posting today's episode and answering questions in the comments. As always, subscribe to Chick Chat, the Baby Chick podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, TuneIn, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and of course, our website, www.baby-chick.com. Mm-hmm.